and welcome to New England Beer Reviews, my episode 85, Built to Spill. My name's TJ Davis, alongside my constant compatriot, Emily Schick. How the fuck are you today, buttface? Uh, I mean, it's the name that you tried to give me, so I gave it right back, because I'm rubber and you're glue. (laughs) I'll take buttface. All right, cool. Um... Yeah, I mean, I definitely am probably a more fitting Beavis. All right, so we're doing things a little bit different this time. It's been a while since we've recorded, if you haven't been able to tell, and we didn't know if the beers were still good. So I cracked open the first one to be the sacrificial lamb. It was fine, at least-ish. It, at it, least it's disturbed. definitely getting there. Um, so I will not be cracking today in my place. Emily will be the sole cracker. Emily, would you like to give yourself one. would you like to give yourself a countdown? Three, two, three, four. <laughs> the one. You forgot to say crack. How are they supposed to know what you're doing? <laughs> I'll post a picture of your butt. Uh please don't. I, I don't think that uh Anyone the only thing that, that could do, yeah, the only thing that that could do is like lose us listeners, and we can't really afford to. So, yeah, yeah, it smells. Uh, it's not like quite oxidized, but like you it's know, it's getting there. It's, it's getting starting. There. It some of it is. Well, we'll just have to drink fast then. Uh, yeah. It you're right. It does mostly taste fine. Um, like it's not a bad beer. I still get like what the original flavor profile was. It just you know it's slightly off. I, I get like you know a decent fucking New England IPA with some tropical notes. Yeah, that's more or less what I think it was. Um, I so I got these when I went to foam. Uh, a while ago now. Um, oh yeah, we forgot to say by foam. <laughs> uh, yes, this is by Foam Brewers out of Burlington, Vermont, um, who have a lovely facility and patio and all that shit. So you know, if you're in the area, go check it out. Very worth it. Um, yeah, I did not have this one on tap. I had our second one on tap, but this one I did have in a can shortly after I got home and I will say that it's lost some of its pizzazz yeah and it has started to oxidize a little but I'm actually pleasantly surprised how little it seems to have oxidized but again we've been caught up in that before with you know warming but well mine's been open for a little while and like yeah it's gotten a little more a little more but doesn't have that like remember that one that got like really pungent as it yeah. warmed up to the point where like even i poured it out yep like that was that was something yeah that was something <laughs> uh something unpleasant to be clear um yeah, yeah it was this... something it was something that clearly because it wasn't super old but it was pretty clear that they weren't doing like the nitrogen floater uh-huh. so it was just allowed to oxidize (laughs) i don't remember if that was a vitamin c but they have at least come close to that i know i've poured them out they've gotten close to that a few times i can't remember if this specific one was a vitamin c or not but we've made that comment on them before but hey let's uh let's get into some beer action huh like i I got I, i got some pop culture bullshit i can talk about one terrible thing that I watched that's just a fucking 90 minute ad for Spirit Halloween called Spirit Halloween the movie. There oh we go. God. I talked about it. <laughs> uh, it was that, that, oh wow. Uh, yeah. And it, like, I mostly watched it because I had Christopher Lloyd and it's like, yeah, sure. What the fuck? Whatever. And it's like, ah, clearly you're doing this because it's mostly voiceover and you could probably use a paycheck these days. So, oh boy. I mean, they probably threw a bunch of money at him for it. All right. Yeah. Well, you took a trip to Hopothecary. 
Oh God, that was a fucking forever ago. Now wasn't that? Where... Yes, that was July twenty or June twenty fourth. Oh boy, yeah, we are. We're way Hi, behind. Folks. Yeah, we're way behind. We need like fuck having backlog. We really need to catch up a little. Yeah, yeah. This is that was June. I remember June existing. Um, yeah, my summer well, went very fast. Well, the first one you had was Remedy Forty Two. It's a double dry hop New England IPA. With the answer to the ultimate question, featuring Galaxy, Eureka, and Citra. I mean, it sounds like it'd be pretty fucking good. <laughs> it was pretty good. Um, I, I would, I don't think it's up there with, you know, the luminaries like Foam or Treehouse or anything, but I would definitely say that it's fucking solid, especially for a place that exists in North Reddick. As a person who grew up in Reading, yeah, that's not exactly where I would picture like a good brewery with like, well, it's a brew pub, so it has like actually pretty decent food too. Um, nice. And yeah, the Reddings could really use that. Well, especially so, after fucking, uh, what was the name of the place that was on that main drag that built more in Maine? Built more in Maine. Um, that's gone the new place actually sounds pretty good uh fucking public kitchen maybe i forget oh, what cool. it's but like food wise at least and cocktail wise it sounds good i didn't really look at the beer list much um anywho yeah remedy 42 was pretty solid uh i mean i gave that a four so like that's solid but that's not like you didn't like yeah, you know not blowing hit you it out of water. the park yeah, yeah. um but, like, honestly, that's one of the things, you know, Hypothecary's pretty good like that. Like, they do things fair, like, at least competently. Because the second one I had was called Phantasmic Love Potion 2.0. It's a New England-style IPA that is an experiment using newer hop and thiol-enhancing products. Brewed with phantasm powder, a thialized yeast, and plenty of citra, mosaic, Eldorado, and Lupamax, and Eldorado Lupamax, this beer is a significant departure from our norm and meant to stretch our boundaries as a brewery. Um, this one... What the fuck is thiol? Oh, you would ask that, wouldn't you? Um, yeah, I would. <laughs> I, think a, I think a thiol group is a... It would pro. I think it would be a hydroxyl bound to a sulfur. What that has to do? I mean, it's a. It's an aromatic. I think it's. I think it. Uh, any class of organic chemical compound similar to the alcohols and phenols, that, but containing a sulfur atom in place of the oxygen atom. Oh, so yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been a Interesting. while. So yeah, um, neat. I, I uh, wonder if that gives you like, uh, you know, sulfurous farts. No, because okay. I would have noticed. <laughs> I occasionally get gas that violates the Geneva Convention. So yeah, I think I would have noticed, and it didn't happen. Um. Yeah, I thought this was actually a pretty solid beer, especially for a single IPA. Hell yeah. Keep doing more of that shit, guys. It worked for you. Nice. Yeah, and like 4.25, nothing to scoff at. All right, next yeah. up, just keep burning through. You had Maranta, an Italian pilsner. I mean, I could read what they wrote, but, you know. I mean, Maranta is named after... Uh, Bartolomeo uh, Maranta, a 16th century Italian physicist who is credited with revolutionizing the, revolutionizing the field of botanical pharmacology. That's nice. pretty rad. Well, you know, one of the owners is a former pharmacist and the other one is a former. Uh, I Actually, the pharmacist might still be a pharmacist, but like I think the other dude is a former ooh, nurse, maybe. All right, cool. Yeah, actually, they're they're real cool. Um, yeah, honestly, like for a fucking Italian pilsner, this was solid as hell. Like, I really do appreciate a place that can 
make, you know, lighter basics actually fairly interesting to somebody with, you know, a palate that likes to be assaulted, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a great way to put it because you're not wrong. We We definitely like, you know, the punch in the faces a little more than like the subtlety but can yeah. appreciate something subtle mm-hmm. all right would you say it's like you know on par less than or better than like uh peroni or a beer moretti i would say better nice all right that's good fucking yeah if you like those beers then check out apothecary yeah well, I had other things from Apothecary. So this one is called One in 44. One in 44 is a blue raspberry milkshake IPA with blue spirulina. It was brewed to aid the JT Fortin Foundation. So raise a pint and help us enrich the lives of those affected by autism. This beer contains lactose, blue spirulina, and sulfites. Oh, um, man. That sounds like something I probably would have dug more than you. I am, uh, unless I mean, the spirulina came through too hard. No, the spirulina really didn't contribute. Okay. Any, it just it contributes to like it's a lovely blue color. Um, which works better because of the unfiltered nature. But um, yeah, it was a decent milkshake IPA. I feel like the blue raspberry could have come through a little bit more, but you know, better light than heavy handed. So yeah. I mean, especially if they're, like, working with artificial flavors, like, you don't want that to be too, well, gross, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Oh, hey, and it looks like this might have been your highlight of the night. Oh, yeah. Um, Inoculate, a 5.8 sour IPA, our fruited sour IPA featuring citra and mandarina mandarina bavaria hops (laughs) that complement the more than 60 pounds of passion i'm guessing fruit Mm -hmm. orange guava for fruit fruit oh it's still weird passion fruit is you know the fruit is not named passion the fruit is named passion fruit Mm. english (laughs) (laughs) um i love that we both went there uh yeah, this fucking ruled, honestly. Like oh, it sounds like it'd be delicious. And it it was executed exactly as I wanted it to be. Like the fruit comes through, the hops come through. It's, you know, not overly bitter, but like, you know, kind of sour, pleasant, like fuck yeah. A hundred percent like really pumped to see what if they what they do if they like continue to do sour IPAs, because I think that might be the best thing I've had from them so far. Nice. And uh, to round out what I had at Hypothecary fucking forever ago <laughs> is a Mexican lager called Cura de la Sed. It's their first attempt at a Mexican lager brewed with a Quebec yeast and then lagered. A late Whirlpool edition of Matuca Hops gives this clean, crisp, and refreshing cerveza a hint of lime, a thirst quencher, quencher for sure. Honestly, solid Mexican lager. I mean, yeah, you you gave a Mexican lager of 4.0, which, yeah. you know, for a Mexican lager, that's pretty fucking high for you. Well, I mean, Mexican, lo- I like, uh, oh, I know you've had craft better, brewed, but I mean, but craft brewed Mexican lagers are kind of a, a soft spot for me, much like the cream ales, which we've discussed recently. Mm, very true. <laughs> Oh my god, we drank some beers together. <laughs> we did? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, actually, they—they they know them. I'm joking, but seriously, we really don't hang out as much as we used to. It turns out that like having a job, I have to actually go to, and increasing pain levels is not a great combination that for me and in my social life. Yeah, but you know, when we do hang out, we make the most of our time together. We usually get Getting to like an eight. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, come on, eight beers, if we took our time with it, that could be, like, the first half of an episode. Yeah. But usually we're really far behind, so that's why we keep on just, like, burn, burn, burn. (laughs) Burn, Mm -hmm. baby, burn. 
But yeah, we had a slushy double XL tutti frutti cone from 450 North. You know them. We love their smoothie styles for the most part. Um, this one was conditioned on cherry, pineapple, apricot, orange, banana, waffle cone, and cherry ice cream. And yeah, it was it was pretty good. I think it's running it like if memory serves me right, it's running into like the similar issues that I've been having with their stuff lately and it might just be the cherry ice cream in it that i was getting that like extract sort of bite off of that feels that's been happening more and more it seems but i i also feel like uh you know they i i don't know it it might be my imagination but i feel like i've been seeing more banana ones with banana in them and like I'm not saying I hate bananas, but I am saying that if you use it in a smoothie or like a non-alcoholic smoothie or a smoothie style beer or it like, like bananas kind of a crutch, like it can, it, it is a, the kind of flavor that overpowers other flavors and also Pretty like easily. is a good cheap filler. So, you yeah, know, maybe don't. And like they should probably use bananas that are less ripe because usually the they're a little bit ripes. less intense yeah the more it ripes the more that flavor intensity grows typically so if you're using like you know banana bread bananas like there's a reason why i use banana bread bananas for banana bread because a they're easy to mush and b you have a bit more of the flavor intensity coming through to actually flavor the bread yep yep <laughs> but yeah it's just sort of what I've been feeling with a lot of um, 450 North for like the last, I don't know, like six Wild. months or so, dude, that we've been hanging out and having them is like there was a precipitous drop like towards the beginning of this year in terms of their quality. Like they were fairly regularly like 4.25 was low for us to rate one of their beers. And now yeah. they're more regularly coming in at like fours. Even though this last one, Tutti Fruity, we did give a 4.25. Yeah. Because despite like the criticisms we've just made, it was actually still pretty, pretty fucking good. So. Oh, yeah. But like, like they're averaging like 4 to 4.25 or even like 3.75. I feel like we've had a few of those recently. Yeah. Whereas usually it was, you know, it used to be the bottom of their barrel was a 4.25. Right. Then like fairly regularly hitting some fives for us, too. Oh, absolutely. But I can't remember the last five we had from them. Me either. I will say this. The next one is a brewery that I continue to be impressed by. Mm -hmm. Speaking of smoothie style sours, this one is from Spanish Marie and it's called It's Just a Metaphor, Dude. It's just a metaphor, dude. <laughs> like, I don't know what that's supposed to be a reference to, but I love it. Mm-hmm. This one is a made with starfruit, strawberry, blue curacao, lemon lime soda, and strawberry ice cream. Holy balls, this was good. I gave this a 4.5. Again, it's like the only good things coming out of Florida these days are beer. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's any this other is Miami. exports. Huh? I'm trying to think if there's any other exports they have that are good. I can't even say entertainment because most of that is, you know, Georgia or California. Like, there, yeah. there's not a whole lot of filming that goes on. I mean, there hasn't been for a little while, but there's not a whole lot of filming that I think really goes on in Florida unless you're actually filming something in Florida. Like, if it's supposed to be set in Florida. And even right. then, you could probably cheat and, you know, go Louisiana and probably get a better tax cut. <laughs> or, like, I don't know, there, I think there are parts of L.A. that could stand it, probably. Oh, yeah. Depends on where you're, like, the two different locations, but yeah. I don't know, if you need swamp. That's why I say oh, yeah. Louisiana. <laughs> like, what else are you really doing? Like, unless you're doing a uh, gorilla film filmed entirely inside of uh, Disney World without the knowledge of Disney World. That's how you get shot, dude. Don't do that. Oh, somebody did it. Yeah. 
I know, and, it, and that person has such the biggest weird, balls on the planet. Well, it's such a weird movie, and you can't find it anywhere except for the high seas. Mm. It's worth the watch. Uh, kudos to that guy, because uh, you, 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 the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called uh, I think uh, Escape from Tomorrow. Mm. I mean, I'm sure if you just googled like gorilla movie filmed in Disney World, it would pop up. You know, unless the frozen head of Walt Disney has wiped it from the internet. It's possible. Possible. <laughs> they never hey. should have plugged it in. Yeah, no, that's where they made the mistake. Uh-huh. <laughs> the problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, always love a good venture reference. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, man, like, no, no, we're, we're still on beer. We're still on beer talk. <laughs> mm. All right. Next up, we had another Spanish Marie called Spachka. Um, it was coconut, lemon, lime, soda, orange, ice cream, and passion fruit. And I think that, like, I really liked it. I didn't like it as much as you just because I wanted it to be punchier on the coconut. And instead, it was punchier on the passion fruit. Yeah, but this was dope as fuck, dude. Come on. It was, but like that's why I gave it a 4.25 instead of a 4.5, you know? Uh, because you're wrong? Got it. Okay. Yeah, I um, mean, I'm always wrong when it comes to passion fruit. <laughs> but, but also, like, it really tickles me that it's so close to Scotchka. Oh, yeah, no. I Like, it, it's somewhere between Scotchka and Spanakopita that mm-hmm. just, like, tickles me. Another venture reference. Spanakopita! <laughs> Have you watched have you watched the movie no. yet? Oh, god damn it. Well, because some jackass was supposed to be catching up on the series and like I think is stalled out somewhere in season one. And I want to be like, no, you have to get to the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not like it's not like the first season's bad, but like it is very weak compared to most of the rest of it. So like it's like just fucking keep going. It's like a person who goes. Oh, I don't know. I watched like five episodes of, Star- of like Star Trek, and like I was which five that episodes? Uh, season the one of TNG. Five, I was gonna say the first five TNG. Yeah, that was or the first five too. of like any series except for like Lower Decks. Uh, no, maybe, even... maybe Strange New Worlds. Um, Voyager. I feel like you could make kind of an argument for. I'm not going to say I love the first five episodes, but like they're not so bad. I think Voyager is pretty even in terms of quality generally. Like, yes, there are better seasons, but like the bad seasons aren't as actively bad. Yes, nine. Uh, like, not bad, oh, but God. it's spending a lot of time world building. Oh, it's so slow at first. Like the first, you have to get through like three fucking seasons of like we do nothing but sit on a space station and do like holodeck bullshit. Cool. Well, it, it's kind of like TNG. Like we're, DS9 doesn't really get good until Warp shows so, up. Yeah, we're and, bored, and, like, so we yeah. So TNG we just doesn't go ahead. We're bored, so we just torture O'Brien over and over. <laughs> yeah. Fuck uh, the Irish. <laughs> goddamn potato eaters <laughs> i can say that because i'm irish uh also <laughs> heavily asterisks this is not this is this is not my own personal view yeah not that he ever listens to this but whatever all right man i think we get through three more and then we you know do our ad break and commercials or ad break and beer number two there we go yeah you know good spots to stop yeah. uh am i next up i thought i just did spotchka yeah i just oh, did, did spotchka oh fine mm. <laughs> i'm the biggest idiot ever i love that that's just a thing we all do now <laughs> Uh, I also love that you I also love that you go with like the Scott Malkinson voice for me you know that like hey you guys like I'm Scott Malkinson I just lift all the time I got diabetes I'm more like (laughs) I'm TJ and I'm the biggest idiot ever Uh, that's a great one too yeah all right so 
then next up it was another 450 north this one was slushy xl ice cream cake it is conditioned on cake mix vanilla ice cream blueberry marshmallow and vanilla cream and fuck me that sounds like it would be incredible um and it wasn't bad but it just i don't know man it just didn't have the pop that i was really looking for yeah it was still only a four and i think again like extracts are creeping more into their beers whether or not it was the cake mix the vanilla ice cream or the vanilla cream like i i don't think that this one for me was really about having come an extract flavor coming across i think it was more the fact that like the blueberry kind of overpowered the other stuff, which is impressive because you can make blueberry very subtle. But like, I think that it was like, okay, I taste a shitload of blueberry and like, obviously there's like some vanilla in here, but like, I'm not getting a lot of like definition otherwise. Yeah. It's like, it's just like the balance is kind of, is just a little bit off, you know, like it's like the same thing as like, you know, you can include banana in a beer without it overpowering the other flavors, but like it seems to be like leaning towards overpowering more often. Fuck banana. Yeah. Fucking bananas, man. I mean, don't literally fuck bananas unless like that's your thing, but. Yes. Hey, man, there are people with insertion fetishes. Like, there's no fetish shaming on there as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else. Oh, I know. I'm just saying, like, I'm thinking about... Like, it's about... not like the pissing yourself in public fetish for your humiliation fetish. I like, will say that... that... it's fucked up to draw other people into your fetish but like, without them agreeing to it. If you're a woman, or if you're the proud owner of a vagina... um. I think banana would probably be okay. Can't say I've personally done it, so I can't give a personal recommendation here, but I assume it would be fine. Maybe don't like bear down too hard on with the muscles, but I just I don't think a banana is standing well, up to definitely a sphincter. Don't, don't don't peel it. And no, it wouldn't stand up to a sphincter unless I'm, it's already kind of loose. Uh I don't know where we would fit in this in a movie, but I'm I'm thinking about like somebody insert like being all relaxed and inserting a you know banana into their sphincter and then like I don't know their mom co- you they their mom comes home or something and the banana just squirts out like the you know the 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 inside part squirts out and then the peel comes after <laughs> I mean that sounds hilarious and grotesque. <laughs> I don't right. know. You're the one who wants to make a weird fucking. Oh, I know. absolutely do, and that feels like something that should be in there. I think that's a that's a it's a. I mean, I, it's a like, gross but good visual gag. I always had a like, oops, wrong door gag, uh, of essentially doing like a Rod Serling sort of super story, uh, like opening doors to different realities and. It's pretty much just, you know, a clip show, but a show you've never seen. (laughs) Because it lives in TJ's fucked up brain. All right. Yeah. Fucked up brain. Um, Hey, oh, keep on keep on drinking that because mine's empty. Uh, we, we had another 450 North. Uh, it's a slushy double XL Dairy King. Dairy King double XL is a brownie berry cheesecake slushy conditioned on blackberry, blueberry, cream cheese, graham cracker, brownie mix, and vanilla ice cream. Uh, I don't know. I think that this is another one that, like, even looking at it, like, it, it should have been punchier than it was. Well, the other thing, okay, here's, here's an, another thing to kind of note. Um, I feel like the drop in quality that you're noted that you've noticed also sort of coincides with me getting my current job. So part of this might just be a selection bias on my, my part or more, more appropriately, a lack of selection bias because I'm not going to places that have as wide of a selection and I'm usually just grabbing whatever they have for 450 North. Okay. 
So like, well, I mean, I don't think you should be blaming yourself entirely on it. I I'm think still that saying all of their stuff like, that doesn't say extract should be holding up as well as it once did, and it's not anymore. I mean, yeah, but again, you have to remember that, like, so when I would go to some place like Liquor Junction, which often has like fucking twelve of them, and I'm and I'm trying to narrow it down to like I don't know four to six, maybe, like. I am going through and looking at untapped ratings and usually only picking the ones with the highest untapped ratings. Whereas like if I'm going to places that have fewer of them and less often, I'm usually just grabbing everything. So like Dairy King, for instance, is actually one I think I had passed over a couple of times and then finally like got. I mean, it felt fitting with the, uh, with the, with the cake one. Yeah. I mean, Again, I think we were we were starting to get to ones that I'd passed over because also like you are in the beginning, they used to not seem to really do the same stuff repeatedly. But now it seems like they might actually be bringing stuff back and use and doing the same recipes again. So, I mean, there are only so many times you can combine like the same, you know, say like 30 items into beers. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I mean, I think that, yeah, eh, I don't know, part of it. It's all your fault, Emily. It's all your fault. You should feel bad. I'm just saying that, like, as a scientist, I cannot, you know, say for certain, like, what the largest contributing factor is, like, what else interplays into it. Um, So, uh, you know, all all of this is speculation on our part. Mm Mm-hmm. I am purely operating off of what I have tasted. Like if you live near 450 North and for some fucking reason you still listen to us. Um, thank you. <laughs> uh, also, thank you very much. Uh, but also, yes, the. Let I would know. imagine <laughs> I was going to say I, I would imagine that you get like the best sele- a better selection than we do. So like maybe you do the same thing that I was doing, which is like, you know, kind of picking and choosing and Ma- like mail us some beers and come on the show. <laughs> yeah, that too. That's cool. I, <laughs> like uh, like I, I would do a non New England beer review episode at some point. <laughs> God damn, man. I feel like I'm getting to the point where I'm, I'm like contemplating just starting to like mail you beer, which is stupid. <laughs> Yeah, we that's live... stupid. I know, but you the do not underestimate my my body's ability to tell me to go fuck myself lately. So, hey Emily, do one more beer. No, oh. no, no. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like finish that beer, but but you know, do one more beer. Uh, it's the beer you had alone. Well, not with me. Oh, yeah, and it is a solo. Okay, so this, man, I'm trying to remember why I had this. It was a, so this was from Deciduous Brewing Company. It was Lollipop Forest Wild Maine Blueberry. Um, Deciduous, of course, is the beer brewery out of Newmarket, New Hampshire, that also shares, co-shares the title of, like, best brewery in New Hampshire, according to us. Uh, this is a so for those of you who don't oh, know, yeah. the Lollipop Forest is a series that Deciduous does, and this one is uh, I think they're usually like sours with lactose. This one has just a sa- it's just a sour with lactose and blueberry, wild main blueberry specifically. I mean, it was good, but like I don't know, man, like. I gave it a four and that's mostly because it's like, okay, it's, it's a, it's a blueberry sour. It's a damn good blueberry sour, but like, there's no complexity to it. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm so used to sours now having like more going on than that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was good. It was, it was solid. It was probably one of the best like single fruit ones i've had in a while but like 
why do single fruit in a world where like people are including like crazy bullshit like cake mix in their fucking sa- in their fucking sours? Yeah. Like at least not, throw not in that a we couple really of like fruits. the cake mix ones as much or the I'm brownie saying, mix ones like, as much. But yeah, no, I feel you. I, I I do get the idea of like the purity, especially if you're going for like wild main blueberries, but like you gotta be able to punch it up and make it a little more complex. Absolutely. Like, I didn't have this, so I don't really know. But just given what you're saying off of it, like, that sounds like it was just, yeah, it it was fine. It should have been better, especially being deciduous. Like, at a certain point, we will start judging you against yourself. Mm -hmm. Looking at you, 450 North. (laughs) All right. um, Ads. Anti-ad. Fuck you, Zencaster. I don't know why I'm still saying fuck you. I haven't thought about you in months. Um, Zencaster works great still if you pay for it, it turns out. Oh, cool. I mean, Zoom works mostly well. But hey, while we're at it, fuck you, Zoom. (laughs) Kill Uh, my feed. (laughs) I don't remember. Did I even mention the fact that I was on Well, There's Your Problem in the last episode? Or was that like before that? No, you did. But you can mention it again. Uh, yeah, go check me out on Well, There's Your Problem. That's why I know what Zencaster is still like. Um, uh, pro ad. Another pro ad in, in addition to subscribing to Well, There's Your Problem's Patreon. Subscribe to our Patreon. Yes. <laughs> we like money, too. <laughs> yes. Beer costs money. Beer costs money. We would like money. This world sucks. Money, please. Yes. Um patreon.com backslash n-e-b-r that's Woo. the initials of our show uh yeah that's that's adds enough yeah, for that's me. fine and we're back with beer number two beer number two also comes to us from foam brewers this one might be skunked uh it's Who not the name of, that's not the name of the beer but it's called experimental jet set uh it's a Double IPA at 9.2. I wonder if like the higher alcohol volume gives it a greater potential to skunk faster. I don't know. I don't know either. I would figure that that would act as like a preservative. You'd think so. But yeah. In three, two, one. Crack. I don't know. It doesn't smell awful coming out of the can, but you know. odd i've definitely had foams that have kind of skunked before so i wonder if it's that they're more experienced know what they're doing now or if it was just treated poorly i don't know yeah this smells pretty okay again i would say there's a little bit of oxidation yeah, but not nearly as far along as I was thinking there was. I don't know. Maybe this is another company that is that finally ended up learning their lesson and figured out how to do nitrogen floaters. Mm. <laughs> like it but is, like, it is necessary if you want beers, especially IPAs, to last New longer England than style. like one to two weeks. Yeah, I mean, not that West Coast doesn't oxidize at all, but like New England styles, especially. Yeah, New New England's especially. They, they seem to have a tendency of going bad faster, but like this still tastes good. I mean, let's see how it tastes when it warms up a few degrees. But like this still tastes like, yeah, it's getting kind of stale, but it's not skunked. Yeah, I agree. Like, again, this one I did have on tap. Like having this on tap at the brewery is definitely better, but like this isn't bad. Plenty of good, you know, hop characteristics, getting getting some nice terpenes, it's smooth mouthfeel, like it's everything you want it to be. Yeah, no, I think it's mighty tasty. Um, I don't know what the fuck's in it. I mean, I guess I could look it up. Is that in uh is that in you know public whatever yet? I don't know to tell you the truth. 
Why would I know that? I don't know. You you know things sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's more uh, boyfriend's territory, I guess. I don't know. Something. Music, dork. Oh, it just says tasting notes. Tropical fruit, soft resin, nutty. Yeah, yeah I'm, not getting, nutty. I'm not getting as much of the nutty off of it now, though. You're nutty. I mean, I'm downright kooky sometimes. Ah, cool. Yeah, that that doesn't really work. Emily's being weird, as yep. always. I feel like I'm exceptionally weird right now, though. All right. Um, I'm gonna do a super short, spoiler-free newish movie review. Um, I mean, I could do like half a dozen of those by this point if not more but i'm gonna do vhs 85 because mm. if there are two things to know about me i love anthology horror and i really like the vhs series in terms of anthology horror for the most part it it, it tends to like average towards good than bad in my yeah. opinion and uh yeah i'm not gonna lie 85 was a really strong entry Nice. Um, primarily the last story like all the stories in them were good uh that there was one that has like a loop around that's kind of fun uh but like the last story is uh written by c robert cargill and directed by scott derrickson uh it's called dream kill you know the, the guys who did the black phone and apparently this is supposed to exist in the same universe so c robert cargill was master worm back in the day Mm, okay or is that like an it was that was cracked right or was that ain't it cool i can't remember i can't remember but yeah like that that's who he is um they also are the writer and director of the first uh dr strange ah okay yeah that's where people know more uh they also did like I can't remember if it's insidious or sinister. Like one of those two. It might be sinister because I think that's the one with Guaul. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm just going down rabbit holes, man. Um but yeah, like 85. Definitely stronger stronger movie than at least the super story was way better than it was for the last one. Yeah. Because, like, 99, their super story sucked. Yeah. Kind of did. Um, but, yeah. If I were to give it a see it or a screw it, I'd say see it. <laughs> Yay. Check out our other podcast. Yay. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know, dude. What have you been up to other than like work and pain? Mm. Oh, that's most of it. Um, <laughs> oh. Let's see. Oh, I thought of a thing and I can't now. I'm trying to remember. That's what I get for being stoned. Did you uh, finish out this newest season of Futurama? No. Nope. Are, are you are you up to date with Archer? No. Nope. Uh, and we already Lower Decks. established. Lower oh, Decks I'm up to date with. Really love the newest episode. Like really loving this entire season, honestly. But oh, like, yeah. Really love the newest episode where they had, you know, fucking Max Max Grishnik. Grodenchik. Grodenchik and um uh Chase Masterson. Chase Masterson back as Rom and Lita. Mm -hmm. Uh like we we got a better look at Ferenginar, which yep. you know we've never really had that good of a look at Ferenginar. Looks kind of dope. Yeah, no, it it looks like oh, it looks like uh what if Vegas was a planet? I was gonna say that city in um the Zoe books. Oh, um, Tabula Rasa. 
Yeah. Yeah, it kind of does kind of look like that, doesn't it? Like how I imagine that looking like, but a planet. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, you know, um, it's like Blade Runner, but it's, it costs more. <laughs> it's like, what if you took capitalism to its extreme, but also like everyone was having fun with it? Okay, not everyone. Most people were having fun with it. I don't know, man. You didn't see any like destitute there. No, you don't. Um, but like I'm thinking, well, nowadays, no, like I can't imagine that it's all that bad, but like, I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago that the women weren't allowed to wear clothes. So yeah. yeah, that was something that I love that they really didn't address. I'm guessing it was mostly Lita once Rom was made Grand Nagus, but yeah. like, that's also what I love is like Rom becomes Grand Nagus in DS9. Mm-hmm. And he's still canonically Grand Nagus during Lower yep. Decks. Yep. So, <laughs> given that Rob is, Rom is a Rom is a sweet simpleton, uh, he, he's, he's not even that not simple. Dumb. Yeah, he's not dumb. He's just he uh, like much like I describe my cat Wash. He's not dumb. He's just an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm sure that one of Lita's first actions was um, women can wear clothes. <laughs> yeah. Also, I think I can't remember. Was he like, did he didn't he get on board with Moogie wearing clothes? Oh, yeah. He was totally on board with Moogie wearing clothes. And I it was feel Quark like it who was, was the one who yeah. was like, no, you can't wear clothes. Fucking Quark. Fucking Quark. Love Quark, but fuck him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You gotta, you, you kind of, you, you love him and hate him at the same time. Um, but I also I love know. the television he, he there. He grows in spite of himself. Oh yeah, television there is fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, cop landlords. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yep. Uh, capitalism extreme. I love it. I love it so much. D- did you notice? Because they like drew attention to it. Did you notice the Paramount logo on the wall behind Boimler's head? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> they have the stars sparkle to be like, look, see? <laughs> yep. So good. So fucking good. Oh, my God. I love Lower Decks. I bought my first Lower Decks shirt. Oh, nice. Which one um, did you get? Take a wild guess, dude. Did you look at them? Have you looked at the ones from this season yet? No, I haven't. Oh, <laughs> I bought the one for episode one from this season. The and... one that is all Voyager centric. Oh, oh yeah, okay. It it's Duh. it's a, it's a <laughs> it's a black shirt with like a like a fuchsia like outline schematic of Voyager, and it has in like green like neon green spray paint Justice for Tuvix. <laughs> That's amazing, and I love it. <laughs> I love that it's technically a lower deck shirt, but it's also a Voyager shirt, and it's like guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Also, Again, the crossover. When you... Fucking, oh my god, the crossover, dude. Oh, yeah. Have we talked? Did we ever talk about the crossover? Because nope, that was I a could... while ago. I haven't, I hadn't watched it by the before the last episode, which was, I don't fucking remember how long ago. I was probably wearing shorts. It's fine. I don't shut up. I'm still wearing shorts, but I'm a fat man. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm technically wearing shants and a three quarter sleeve shirt. So I'm wearing things that look like they're either too small or too large <laughs> yay like the, the kevin smith fashion oh line. i was gonna say calvin is an adult mm, that too just deeply broken <laughs> that's you um but yeah dude oh my god the fucking crossover like i i really really liked um tawny newsom but oh my god jack quaid crushed that so fucking hard mm-hmm. like i love jack quaid like seriously the man is so talented serious celebrity crush mostly due to like talent and pure awesomeness but also sort of seeming kind of dorky yeah he's definitely not one that i would cu- accuse of being like a nepo baby um, no he like, has earned he it. He is like, yeah, he is a talented actor in his own right. Like, 
he can do like he's really good at physical comedy i would be interested to see him do something more dramatic like he does have dramatic beats on the boys yeah he definitely does but like i don't know i i it's sort of like all right here is your test you're going to be a lead in this jane austen novel uh dude i don't i don't know that that's i, I, I couldn't see him. him in that yeah i couldn't either i like I really like what he does, like the the projects he chooses to take on and be like, I'm uh, honestly like, yeah, Tawny Newsom had like really both of them had a really good. Oh, I, I wonder, loved her as well. I wonder how much of their physicality in the crossover episode is based on the characters and how much the physicality of the lower decks characters is based on their movements because I think, I think it's a little bit of both i think it's probably a little you know, bit of both usually, so all right um spoilers of how a lot of animation works you will often have actors in a booth whether they're individual or together recording lines as they record lines actors will also often like move as they're recording lines usually good animation projects will try and incorporate some of their movements that they make into the final animation. Even if they already have the animatic, they can usually change certain things. So it actually incorporates like the character, the person is playing a little bit more. Doesn't always happen, but Makes sense, but like, holy shit, man. Like I, I mean, I feel like, Tawny Newsom had the easier job of trying to like physically act out Mariner, but like try physically acting out Boimler, making and making it believable was a bigger challenge. And oh my god, he stepped up, up to it. Also, like I love that it's literally just Jack Quaid with fucking purple hair because that's all Boimler oh, yeah. is. <laughs> Boimler, I, I love that. Like, it was it season three of Lower Decks that they finally were like Boimler was like, no, of course I fucking dye my hair purple. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm human, dumbass. Like, I just wanted to look cool. And it's like me too, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I also have purple hair, which looks rad right now. Thank you. Yes, yeah, so you just recently got it done. Uh, you've seen it since it got done. Oh, I have. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's only a few weeks ago. Like I got this oh. done, and like it, it like I wash my hair once a week, and I use a color sealer. It lasts really well. Oh, then goddamn, it's looking really good. <laughs> um. But yeah, the crossover episode was great. I really love the D. Like the details for me is something that really got me like the lower decks uniforms, mm -hmm. the, uh, uh, the, it's not a Chevron, but the sigil, um, the, the symbol on the com badge. Oh yeah. Uh, being on the bottom of the shoes. It reminded me of those like sweet Sperry's that are Darth Vader that I have that have like mm -hmm. Vader on the bottom. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, no, it's fucking cool. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Oh my god, it was so perfect. It was everything I wanted it to be. Like I, as soon as I heard about that, it was like, this is pro probably going to go really well. It could go really badly, but there's not really going to be an in between. And it was like fucking amazing. And I really want to watch it again. Oh um, yeah, I've watched it multiple times at this point. It, it's fucking amazing. And then I still like, haven't the made callback, it the season. Well, and then the callback. Oh, you got to watch the whole season. I know. At Somebody likes the... watching one episode at a time of things. Ugh. Uh... On the on the plus side, we've now made it past threshold. And yes, I did watch part of threshold, but like I ducked out to have a smoke as soon as it started getting real weird. And I didn't <laughs> get like, real my... weird, Jerry. And my uh my smoke finished, and I came back like, but I could also he... I was on the porch, so I could also hear. I'm <laughs> just like, oh, okay, it's safe now. They 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 look normal again. <laughs> The, the lizards are off the screen um oric's like so did they just like leave their offspring on that yes, planet i'm like yes they fucking did dude like that's we're never gonna talk about this again until it's memorialized in a museum in the voyager <laughs> yeah i also love like honestly man i love like how like there are bits of voyager that like the internet just like loves to talk about thresholds one of them 
Oh, it's like, Threshold and Tuvix. Not... Yeah, it's Threshold and Tuvix. You're right, but like, <laughs> like still. <laughs> like, yeah, it oh, also, you know, Har- Harry Kim, the forever ensign. Oh, yes, yes. Everybody loves shitting on Harry. Which is funny because like uh Harry's actually kind of awesome. Like he's kind of annoying sometimes, but he's also really generally awesome and like he is he's, definitely he's the competent and always in a pinch is extremely competent. And he is the must suffer character primarily oh, in Voyager. <laughs> like everybody goes through shit in, in all of the fucking Star Trek series, but like And isn't Harry's there, like, literally isn't there, like, died? Dump... Has literally died, yeah. Has the... literally died is not the original Harry. Like, hi. <laughs> of course, this one doesn't remember remember the dying because he wasn't the one who died but whenever he watched himself do it so that's that's gotta fuck with you you know when you're like 22 (laughs) i'd probably just drink myself into an oblivion and he doesn't do that he's just a good boy who plays his clarinet and does his bridge duties Ugh. like when you say it that way it gives me like so little respect for him like why bro this was his first assignment he's just a good worker ant this was okay look it's very heavily implied that he grows up with like tiger mom so he's pretty well adjusted considering Uh, but still like and he's smart as hell himself to that existence well, and like but, he is smart as hell, and like he's but he's always a bridge officer. He he like just graduated from the academy. He's already a bridge officer. This is literally his first space assignment. Yeah, but like Wesley Crusher was, you know, yeah, Wesley Crusher on the bridge piloting the fucking Enterprise. Okay, so not a, first off, not everybody can be Wesley Crusher, and second, at least he didn't bail to go like be a fucking like time traveler or whatever, like. Yeah, man, it's cool but to like, be like a time lord, but like, what's your what do you think your mom's gonna do? Your dad's eh, already dead. Come on, eh, you know, she's already got another your... kid. <laughs> We've never heard about well, him before. But we, we didn't... <laughs> okay, I don't because once I mean... well, once he can see outside of time, so once he can see like fifth dimensionally, he can see that he already has a brother that even though he'll never know, at least until after his parents die, uh, yeah that you know her his mom still has meaning and purpose and is happy most of the time outside of the trifling times like i, I don't know yeah but think like fifth dimensionally man but there's a there's a gap of time between like her you know like wesley going off to be a time lord and you know fucking jack like the more like, you say time lord the more i get into it <laughs> oh yeah i mean a, a more, more or less yeah that more or less that's kind of what the travelers yeah. <laughs> seem to be they're, they're time lords like it's it's i mean i will say it's pretty dope to be like hey you're actually well, like a cool enough human like do you want to like just become a time lord like we can just like give you our powers yeah <laughs> and it's like wait seriously yeah fuck man i'm in like and it's like aren't you gonna like miss your mom and stuff like who <laughs> well I might ask. I might be like, "Can I at least write my mom a note, <laughs> and then I'll uh, fuck off with you?" I mean, but... I feel like you got to say goodbye. Oh, okay. Then, but like, also, yeah, like, absolutely. it's like, it's like, all right. Can I like go visit my mom like once a year? Like, do we get? Do we get like? Do we get PTO? Christmas off? <laughs> yeah. Do we get PTO? Like, what's up with this shit? What what what, what kind of benefits do I get as a time lord? Uh, what, what am I doing with my Lord of Time? Am I just like traveling throughout history, meeting neat people? Like, what what's my purpose? What am I is like my celibate purpose? now, or like, <laughs> can I go back to my own time at least and like bone somebody once in a while? <laughs> or am I like, is it like me and my hand forever together forever? Together forever, me and Pamela. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, 
you know, I was going to say, oh, it sounds like a thing Wesley Crusher might have to deal with, but it's like, fuck, fuck you, man. I would totally do Wesley Crusher. No, like, give it, given that there's at least two of these beings now, because I'm, I'm guessing that, like, the power isn't passed and, like, it kills you. Because if that's the case, then it's like, um, all right, well, I guess I just find the next guy. It's like, hey, you seem like a cool guy. Would you like the power to travel through time? Cool. My existence is finally over. <laughs> so yeah. there must be a society of these time travelers. Yeah. Similar to the Time Lords. One of one of the more rad, like random, like powerful beings that like fucks with a starship, I have to say. I like it, you know. <laughs> like junior Q's. Uh I don't know, man. Q is um like Q seems sociopathic. <laughs> he kind of is. Um I mean, look at what first off, look what he does when he first beats humans. The only reason that he doesn't keep like fucking with them that hard. Cause that's literally the first episode of TNG, but like, yeah, the only reason he doesn't <laughs> continue to fuck with them so hard is because he's like, oh, Picard's pretty cool. Like, yeah. that's the only reason <laughs> that they like don't get like more fucked with, but like also then there's you know voyager and all that shit that he that they deal with with him and you know like oh, oh man like like q is a fan favorite character q is also I mean, isn't, shit, isn't, he fucking popped up in uh one of the pie cards right two? uh yes i think yeah it's two i think and he's what made two actually work even better than one part of what made it work even better than one anyway yep. um didn't he like i mean he's shown up in lower decks as well yeah he's definitely shown up he he shows up all, all over the place yeah. but like also wasn't he the reason that like he was he was the reason that starfleet first encountered the borg yeah well, like he you was. could argue that q is the reason for every Borg encounter, the majority of which have been negative. Uh, I mean, the 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 main bonuses were oh, like Hugh. seven. Hugh, or Hugh, seven. But yes, seven of nine. Good addition. Fuck you. Fuck you, Bergman. Fuck you, Bergman. Because that's the thing is like, I w was talking about this with Porik because we're still on season two of Voyager for him. And like, I feel like Kess is a more interesting character than I or most people really want to give credit to. Uh, it's just she's that interesting, but like her entire relationship is wholly problematic. With... And instead yeah. of getting rid of Neelix, they got rid of Kess. And that's the thing, though, is like the show can also... do without Kess. The show cannot do without the. It's not that it can't do without Neelix. It can't do without like that really subtle comedy from Ethan Phillips. Like Ethan Phillips and Bob Picardo are almost solely yeah. responsible for like the true levity and like joyfulness of heart that like Voyager generally gets across. Like, yeah, I feel like they kind of put robbie mcneil slash tom paris more in that like oh he's kind of the jokester role but, but it's like maybe overtly but like covertly it's really these two no that they're like they're your binding element like your, your uh, <laughs> glutinous whatever <laughs> like i mean first off neelix combined with two with Tuvok other than I mean actually even the Tuvix episode is a good episode but like I really love the interplay between Tuvok and Neelix mm -hmm. but like you know as as far as the doctor goes like a lot of times you're getting straight man comedy from Bob Picardo in like very well, subtle that's ways where that's where Bob Picardo really excels. Like I I've seen him play like villainous roles. Cause there's like something that he's in where he's wearing a bad toupee. I can't think of what it is, but 
Like, there's definitely something where he's a villain in a bad toupee. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Gremlins 2, the new batch. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's batch. what my mind's eye is seeing. <laughs> um, And, like, he plays that well. He also plays up the camp in that a whole bunch. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. No, he's, like, really villainous. It's something else. I don't know. Maybe I'm losing my mind. I don't know. I kind of love Bob Picardo, though. Oh, yeah, he's great. It's always fun seeing him pop up. It makes me think of um, Neelix, the actor. Ethan Phillips? Ethan Phillips. Because wasn't he in, like, the last season of Eureka? I can't remember, but he was definitely... He's been in a bunch of shit, actually. He was, like, a judge in some show. Maybe Better Call Saul. Oh, he's also in. Um, oh, Avenue he's five. in Avenue Five. He's yeah. fucking phenomenal. Like I worth watching as well, guys. Oh, all right. Well, I feel like we're episode length. Yeah, I think we're there. No, I like I'm just we spent like the last twenty minutes. Like my beer's empty. Uh, I've been starting to do like that little. Little P dance, little P wiggle, little, little little P shuffle. Yeah, it's not a it's not a full on P dance yet. It's kind of like a P wiggle. Yeah, just like a little P wiggle, little wiggle in the hips, little bit of shoulder. You know, yeah. not not like the full body. Come on, let's twist again. You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, we've been New England Beer Reviews. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, X. Uh, you can give us Ugh. money at patreon.com i i still type in twitter.com and it keeps on taking me to twitter.com <laughs> so nice. um you can give us money at patreon.com backslash n-e-b-r that's the initials of our show new england beer reviews n-e-b-r emily do you have a final word for us tonight T- today whatever <laughs> nice Real nice. I can't believe I managed to pull that <laughs> off. Yeah. Well done. Bye. Oh. Bye. Bye. Bye.